This is a HeadGum Podcast. Los Angeles. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angeles, we are hosting our very first Los Angeles live show at UCB Franklin Thursday, March 23rd at 8.30 p.m. We would love to find out that we have friends and fans in Los Angeles. It's a big mystery right now. Very scary, (laughs) very exciting. But genuinely, we're putting together a really great show for you. As per usual, there's going to be fun clip reviews. Mm -hmm. There's going to be games with prizes. There's going to be sex positive trivia. Oh, yeah. And light only voluntary audience interaction. We have a fucking blast at our shows. It's kind of its own thing. And and we really love to share that with our audiences. So we hope you can make it. Yeah. If you think the podcast is fun, wait till you come to the live show. (laughs) That's March 23rd, Thursday, 8.30 p.m. You can find tickets at our website, girlsonporn.com or on our Instagram at the link in the bio. LA baby. Thanks, y'all. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Laura. I'm Rachel. And we love porn. This is our Porn Review Podcast. We talk about what we love and roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. Before we introduce the topic, we have a naughty little segment for you today. 69 Seconds of Sex News. We've pulled headlines for the news to keep you informed and horny. Here we go. Like much of the rest of the world, the adult industry is navigating innovation in AI technology. A community on Discord called Unstable Diffusion is aiming to train AI to, quote, get better at producing porn. While some worry about the impact that these generated characters might mean for the future, many content creators aren't concerned. They believe that artificial intelligence can't replicate the complexities of a real human being and the connection that creators have with their fans. We need to do an AI episode soon. A Danish reporter took her work to the next level while reporting on a swingers club. The segment on Radio 4 featured a club called Swingland that opened after the pandemic. Louise Fisher, the 26-year-old reporter, interviewed a man about the club and then had sex with him and captured the entire event in her recorded audio. Apparently, Radio 4 and even her parents were amused by her dedication to the segment. We're definitely turning on Radio 4 on our next trip to Denmark. Vice has put together a helpful list of sex worker terminology. They break down the places, the people, the booking types, and the services that you can find in the sex worker world. Here are a few we didn't know. Soob, S-O-O-B, is a small owner-operated brothel or self-operated brothel. In New Zealand, there are establishments that don't require a brothel license as they're privately shared by four women or less. Buy doubles, a booking with two sex workers. Dinner dates, the client pays to take the worker to dinner and pays the bill. I guess that one's fairly self-explanatory. Full Greek means anal sex, with the escort receiving. Spanish means titty-fucking. And finally, a Roman shower, which involves an escort vomiting on the client, often via a deep-throat blowjob. 
Hmm, sounds very Bacchanalian. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I Oh no, we're doing our own VX. That's all that came to mind. Smack, oh, smack. Oh my god. VX? VX? SFX? SFX. Sound effects? <laughs> yes. Yes. But today's topic is impact play. Impact play. We haven't really circled back around. I mean, we obviously did the live show, one of our very great live show. I got to say, I loved that live show about spanking. Speaking of live shows, will this come out before ours in LA on March 23rd at 8.30 p.m.? In Los Angeles? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, you guys, if you're not going to the live show, you're really missing out because it's like, it's the podcast, but live. But live. <laughs> You see. <laughs> and more fun. But also, you know? it's the podcast live, which is to say that there's like things in the live show it's that a, don't happen it's a, on the podcast. You right. know, it's, for example, it's basically we're there a stand-up in special. Real life. <laughs> yeah, it is stand-up and it's better scripted than the podcast. Like right now, we're right. just rambling and telling you to come. Fumbling, even. But we'll have some jokes. We'll have some tightly, some bits, you know. We'll have a slideshow. Yeah. You know. But now, I know that's what gets them there. The games <laughs> yep. to be played, prizes to be won, fun to be had. Yeah. But yeah, so come to the live show. Uh, Thursday, March, March 23rd, 23rd, which I think will be right around the corner from mm -hmm. when we drop this. But yeah. So we're talking about impact play. Mm-hmm. Which... We should define as being multiple, you know, like yeah. impact play contains multitudes. It does. Basically, it's a it's a sexual practice in which someone's struck by another person for the sexual gratification of both or either parties. It's a form of BDSM. Mm -hmm. We're talking hands. We're talking spanking. We're talking implements different, like yeah, floggers, cats and nine mm -hmm. tails, paddles, hairbrushes. Yeah. It includes some form of impact, you know? Yeah. And it isn't just spanking. It could be slapping on the face. It could be, you know, the chest. It could be, mm -hmm. you know, lots of different areas of the body. Some people want the bruising. That's why they like it. Mm -hmm. Some people do it. There's a bunch of different reasons why people are into it. Yeah. This requires... I mean, safety is like the number one thing yeah. for any BDSM, but specifically this, because you can cause a lot of harm with impact play. So safe words are an absolute must. Boundaries, discussing boundaries, and also like just kind of being informed about how to do it safely if you are the person doing the impact. Yeah, that's especially crucial with this mm -hmm. kink because... I mean, I learned from stage combat, you like slap someone in the face wrong. You can like shatter their jaw or like yeah. damage yes. their hearing, you know? So if you are not a disciplined person and are just mm -hmm. rolling around in the sack, smacking someone around, um, you could do serious damage. So yeah, it goes even beyond enthusiastic consent mm -hmm. and like talking about what someone's into. I think that's also something we should be very clear about that like, yeah. It goes beyond boundaries, right? Because it's like, what's actually hot to you? Like, that's going to be really mm -hmm. crucial. And like the details of the kind of impact, the levels, of the impact, like I recommend testing the intensity. Yeah, of course. Like how hard you want to be slapped, like yeah. outside of the context of the scene, but just like one through 10, let's try what feels like a five. Like, okay, mm -hmm. five is good. You can go a little more. Okay, my limit is seven, you know, so that however you're playing, you have some of those boundaries, like those levels established ahead of time. Yeah. and also. Aftercare, mm -hmm. absolute must for all BDSM. Yeah, and aftercare can look different for different people. It can be like, you know, getting someone a 
glass of water. Like some people like to cuddle. Yeah. A lot of people like to talk about and like debrief what just happened. I highly recommend that mm-hmm. because you can learn from it in the immediate as opposed to like coming out of the fog and right. forgetting and then being like, oh, yeah, what did we do that was good? <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Subspace is a real thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's a bunch of different reasons why people are into it. Like, like they like the power exchange, obviously, the discipline, how long, like discipline for themselves, like how much can they take, mm-hmm. you know, the person receiving, how much can they take before they move or react in some different way or, you know, yell. Yeah, it can be incredibly gratifying and also even mm-hmm. meditating Testing your own boundaries. Exactly, like testing those yeah. boundaries or pushing against them, like living in that space of like, I'm just feeling these sensations and I'm experiencing this pleasure pain like that itself can be really meditative and really fascinating and wild and even like freeing to give into, you know, like to give into that sensation and to let someone like have their way with you. And like we said, obviously like safe words and slow down words so that if it does get to be too much, you don't have to interrupt the scene, but can. Yeah. Like the idea that there's a safe word for changing up what you're doing, mm-hmm. a safe word for completely stopping. Yes. You know? Yeah. Those are all really important mm-hmm. as opposed to just like done, we're done. You know? Yes. Yeah. Also, I mean, big in the brat community, like doing <laughs> something for punishment and like wanting to get the punishment. Yes. You know? Yes. The bad behavior isn't meant to be, like the, I got this, I, a lot of this information I should say I got from my favorite resource, kinkly.com. Mm, I was going to say. But they wrote about um, punishment. Oh, I like that word. Fun, yeah, a fun form of punishment. Mm-hmm. When like they, you know, you you both know that the bad behavior isn't meant to be disrespectful, but you're doing it to get the impact, to get the spank or the yeah. head, you know, because you like it. Yeah. And also obviously huge in any BDSM, the humiliation. Yes. Yeah. Humiliation is huge. And uh, you mm-hmm. mentioned the power dynamic that like a lot of folks, it's just about submitting and being in someone else's right. control. And right. I like impact play. And I think for me, it's also just about the passion of the other person yeah. too. Like mm. I feel like when someone's like spanks me really hard, it's like an expression of their like, desire to tear into me, you know, and like that's hot to me for sure. Yeah. And I think the humiliation thing is important to remember because a lot of times you watch like BDSM videos or impact play and and you're like, this looks horrible. This looks like torture, you know, but like that's because the person, the sub wants that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's important to remember that. And that's why I always like appreciate videos that kind of go into like exit interviews pre-interviews, things like that. Yeah. We should also briefly talk about algonaglia, which I didn't know before reaching for this, researching for this episode. Mm -hmm. And I'm just relying on Wikipedia here, but it's a sexual tendency, which is defined by deriving sexual pleasure and stimulation from physical pain, often involving Mm. an erogenous zone. But I believe that this term goes a little further than just having like a subby inclination, but that it's actually about the physiology of receiving pleasure like from the pain centers in your brain like in there have your been nerve. yeah 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 of course yeah that there have been studies that show that like some folks are like wired slightly differently that way and that the pain mm. is actually a source of pleasure the same way and or like a pleasurable mm-hmm. stimulus orgasm is for most folks yeah and as some people interviewed around this some of it is extrinsic to say like that it's about like external factors and stimuli yeah. and some is it intrinsic like this is just who I am like I am wired this way yeah and especially with the intrinsic folks that like sometimes it came about in their adult lives in a way where they would be turned on by something and like couldn't hide it you know like almost yeah. didn't want to explore 
that part of themselves, but then something happened and they were like, oh, fuck, you know, like mm-hmm. couldn't hide it from their partners or couldn't hide it from themselves, that there was like real pleasurable stimulus there in mm-hmm. pain. So I think it's important to point out that it isn't, I think it's often attributed as like a purely psychological thing that like you want yes. the, you want to sub to someone, you want to be dominated. Yeah, and I course. think that is huge. Like that is a huge element of what can be really sexually arousing in any BDSM act. But of course. That in this one too, there can there's a physiological element for some people yeah. too that like have just a unique relationship to pain. Right. Of course. Yeah. Really good point. Playboy also had this little article about like the brief history of flogging. Oh, yes. I would love to. Yeah. I mean, I love the history of anything. Yeah. Uh, so the history of flogging begins in the 14th century mm. where there are reports of people willingly being flogged or whipped instead of having intercourse. Mm. So it's been around, mm-hmm. you know. There's even an art piece from the 1600s in the British Museum, which depicts a woman lifting her skirt and standing over a man who reveals his backside. He looks eager and thirsty to receive his punishment. Wonderful. I have an even earlier historical reference. This is Wiki Impact Play. One of the earliest depictions of erotic flagellation is found in the Etruscan tomb of the whipping. Etruscan? What is that? Fifth century? Yeah, so this is, wow, well, well done. From the fifth century B.C., Um, named after its depictions of eroticized flagellation. Also, in the sixth book of the satires of the ancient Roman poet Juvenal. Oh, boy, I hope I said that right. Um, Yeah, whatever. Juvenile. Back that ass up. That's (laughs) Which we all know uh, dates back to the first to second century. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also, John Cleland's novel, Fanny Hill, published in 1749, incorporates a flagellation scene. And this came up in the same Wikipedia article. This is not historic because it's still around, God help us. (laughs) But this, we should talk about it. Uh, This subculture known as Christian domestic discipline, which promotes spanking of wives by their husbands as a form of punishment. I'm not into this. Yeah. Because it is about patriarchy and... Yeah. Full cultural and personal. Discipline your wife. Yeah. Domination of like disciplining your wife, which is very different than sex play. Mm-hmm. So not a fan. I think that BDSM is a great place to go to act out and appropriate and uh, reclaim those dynamics. But I am yeah. not a fan of spanking as an actual punishment. Yeah, I know. And like in any context, I, I love to be spanked. Like, yeah. oof, I love it. But I was also spanked as a child mm. a lot because I was a naughty kid. Yeah. And, you know, I have an Italian-American father <laughs> who was also probably like beat with a wooden spoon and a slipper for most of his life. So I was like getting spanked often. And I do firmly believe that spanking is like, it's sexual, you know, like yeah. it brings blood flow to the area. And like, you know, I love it now in the bedroom. And like, I know that I know that you're not supposed to spank a kid, but my God, <laughs> do I want to spank the fuck out of my niece and my nephew sometimes? And I'm like, how do people not want to just, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. something in you <laughs> that you're like, when a kid is being naughty, that you want to be like, ah, <laughs> like, yeah, I think we all like, get the imp- impulse because we all have those like angry, violent impulses yes. to a certain extent. Also, which is why, yeah, which is why kids are like, and hit, having yeah. been disciplined that way, like it's sort of right. makes sense. I mean, my, I'm like how they also have an Italian American father. <laughs> he also was 
received physical punishment as a kid. He broke that cycle and I was not spanked. Uh, but like, A, I see the impulse in him and even in myself. So I don't know if that's all humans or yes. genetic that I'm like, oh, oh, I can't. You know, that like that stuff oh, you know comes what I mean? up. Like, like, I do. I do know. <laughs> and I don't have kids, so I don't know how I'd feel. Right. If I had right. my own kids, I can't imagine I ever considering it. But the impulse, I imagine, would be scary. Right. Right. But that also points out something interesting, which is that like you were spanked as a kid. You like being spanked as an adult. I was not spanked right. as a kid. I like being spanked as an adult. Right. So we like to be careful about like those correlations, especially like one to one, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Don't like I don't think it has say that this anybody who was spanked likes to be spanked sexually. No. And not in fact, it could no be means. a major source of trauma. Like it actually yeah. quite the reverse for anyone who was physically disciplined as a child, you know? And by no means do I think that like the way I was spanked as a kid <laughs> was like horny. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the way I spanked as a kid oh, as a kid was uh not great, you know? Yeah. But I do think it made me realize that like, oh, I have a high pain tolerance, you know, like later mm. on in life. Interesting. Because I do find myself in the situation where like I'm like, smack my ass, and someone's like hits and I'm like harder yeah yeah <laughs> and they're like i don't want to hurt you and i'm like no the butt can take a lot you yeah. know yeah rachel something i learned recently mm. that may be compelling to you because i think we're similar in this i also have a very high pain tolerance which i learned when my appendix burst and you probably muscled through it i, yeah. I literally did a play yeah but that if you have like that there are people who have no pain sensation, that it's like a nerve thing mm. and that like they can't orgasm as a result. So mm. I think high pain tolerance correlates to needing more intensity or being harder to come. Like I think right. you and uh, I are similar yes. in like the toys we use, like mm. the way that we masturbate and the way that we want someone to like bury their fucking face in our cunts. Yes. As opposed yes. to being that makes like sense. light touch. Like did you see the TikTok thing about like the egg yolk? Did you oh, see this trend I did go see by? the I, I saw the game, there was like a Game Boy controller where everyone's like, it's not this, it's this. And I was like, actually, I would beg Same, to dude. disagree. Same, dude. <laughs> yeah. I saw, yeah, there was like a TikTok thread where this girl was like demonstrating how to deal with a clit with an egg yolk. And if you like break the egg yolk, no bueno. And I'm like, oh, I'm breaking the no, egg yolk. Like if I'm I was, scrambling the eggs. I'm, I'm taking, the eggs are scrambled. I'm actually turning it into mayonnaise is what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. Like it's actually getting whipped I into an entirely different. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's it's aioli that makes me come. Yes. Right. <laughs> to be clear. It's fully scrambled. Which is probably helpful for us to say out loud because we talk a lot about like how we like to get eaten out or like yeah, how I like to come. Right. There's probably plenty of people who've listened to this show and been like, okay, intense pressure, lock your back. And like, just goes it's to show like- for everyone. Not yeah, for yeah, everyone. You have to talk to your partners. Yeah. Everyone is a little bit different. You and gotta check it. I think you and I are maybe slightly in the minority. Mm-hmm, probably. But listen, it's a lot of fun. So- yeah. <laughs> I'm like I said, give me my power tools. Or yes. give me death. <laughs> or give me death. <laughs> like I've definitely had people be like, wow, that's a scary, huge vibrator. And I'm like, yeah, well- that's my good Watch friends. Watch and learn. Watch your yeah. mouth. <laughs> yeah. And that got me off and you didn't. So maybe take a lesson from it. Um, <laughs> take a look. Yeah. Oh, Anyways. Boy. Should we do the show down? Let's shut down. Okay, great. Okay. First one from me. <laughs> Just fucking awesome face slapping while riding. <laughs> nice. Clean, clear, to the point. I, I do it. love a, f- a little face slap. I do too. And like not everybody knows mm-hmm. how to do it. But if there's just a yeah. good like... Like, it's I'm like just demonstrating this on Patreon. It's close. Yeah. And if they, like, smack your cheek just a little and, like, grab your yeah. chin a little, like, they're almost, gra- like, yes. smacking to grab you, that's hot. That's a good one. Yes. 
Yeah, it's important to note like the areas of the body. It's like usually places that are like wide and flat and have like more yeah, fat on them. Yeah, you need them. to be clear of bones and yeah. joints and things like that. Obviously, any uh-huh. meaty part of the body is going to be ideal. Like yeah, thighs, thighs, haunches, ass, you know. Uh-huh. Haunches, uh-huh. she said. Why not? I know. I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. Bottoms of feet, you know. Yeah. Although yeah. I'm pretty ticklish. So that's a gamble. <laughs> really? I yeah. don't actually like, don't go near my feet, you know, pretend they don't exist. But some people <laughs> we love it. <laughs> pretend they don't exist. <laughs> Good don't even know. look at them. <laughs> don't even look at them. Compliment my pedicure, but don't look at it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. Nerdy girl plays with her tits again. Spank you very much. Oh, spank you very much. That one's kind of sweet. That one, uh, yeah. you know, light touch. Yeah. Okay. Face down and ass up in a vac bed. Sexy subgirl gets impact play, then comes in a latex vac bed. Oh, vac bed! I haven't tried a vac bed. We talked a little bit about those I like know. vacuum sealed like latex bags and beds in our latex episode. I think that would just give me a panic, but I feel like I you think would I'm be the opposite on that yeah. one. I think I'd find it very nice, like the hug. No, it'd be like a <laughs> yeah, big thunder yeah. jacket it's for just, a human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm imagining it'd be like. Yes, when dogs get scared. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just a puppy who wants to be zipped up in latex and held still. Oh, yeah. Cunt plugged, nipples clamped for a self-caning and thigh and pussy cropping session. Ooh, self-caning. Self-caning. Interesting. See, I feel like, I do feel like impact play is like tickling where like it's, when this hard to do it on your surprise goes away, it's hard to really get the same effect. Yeah, when you know it's coming. Then you're just bruising yourself, which you can do, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess like the pain stimulation could be like enough for some folks. But for me, like the element of surprise is part part of of it. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wanting, like asking for it. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to do a little dance in my seat. (laughs) Because I was thinking about it. Yeah. When you're like, you know, when you're like sticking your butt out and you're like, no, I want another one. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You were just naturally presenting while sitting down. You were like, oh, maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's me. Paddled, flogged, fucked, and creep-eyed in a rope suspension. Yeah. Straightforward, Mm -hmm. you know? Nice. Clean. Really straightforward. I'll just do one more. Great. Sensual impact play with thistle and flogger makes me so eager to suck thick, delicious cock. Ooh. That tracks. That tracks for me, you know? Yeah. Somebody turns you on, you want to return the favor, you know? Of course. Okay, last one for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Queer bubble butt with sensual impact on my sissy sub. Queer bubble butt with sensual impact on my sissy sub. I don't know who has the queer exactly. bubble butt. Exactly. I was like, but who's bubble butt? Who's butt? I don't know. The sissy sub? But I like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it has all the elements I'm interested in. I love yeah, a queer bubble exactly. butt. I'm just <laughs> like, whose is it? Is it yours? Is it mine? Well, I don't know. Yeah. We'll I never know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take a break? Yeah. Great. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. 
Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So the first video that we're going to talk about is, interestingly enough, called Flintstones Dilemma (laughs) Part 1. This is from Mistress April. Uh, Fascinating dominatrix mistress april i couldn't i went to her website to try and find out more but a lot of the links are broken i can't tell where in the world she's from i can't either the video was labeled germany but yeah i the was accents were very subtle if they were yeah. there also important to say like this is not what you're picturing because <laughs> it is not like a flintstones parody porn no no. The only reason to name that is that, like, there's a guy in it who goes by Mr. Flintstone. Yeah. Who brings this slave to Mistress April. The slave's name is Dilemma. Yes. It's basically, the video is three trailers. Yes. The video is, like, one long featurette that are, like, yeah. three different trailers for other feature-length <laughs> videos. Presumably. Yes. Yes. Maybe not feature-length, but yeah. full-length videos. Mm-hmm. And each one is more bonkers than the last. <laughs> so, yeah. So the first trailer is for Flintstones Dilemma Part 1. Mm-hmm. And Mr. April answers the phone. She has, like, a fake phone call and hangs up her toy prop. She's, <laughs> she says, bring her over and make sure she's well-behaved. Yeah. I don't tolerate stupid behavior. Which is a little confusing because they've clearly brought her over... To be because punished. she's not well behaved, you know, like yeah. the idea is she's not well behaved, and they're punishing her. Uh-huh. So her being like, make sure she's well behaved. It's like, no, well, that's what we're bringing you in for, yeah. Mister. So slightly confusing logic there. Yeah. <laughs> um, the soundtrack. Also, we need to talk about <laughs> the first song. I was like, what is going on? It's like so. I truly weird, thought something like, else was playing because it's just so I weird. Did too. Like, I paused it. Yeah. I was like, is there an ad in the background? Yes. Or like, is this my Spotify? Because it was like, yeah. It was like 90s hip hop. Like, I loved the music. Yeah. It just felt incredibly yeah. incongruent with what we were watching. So the first one, we're in a house, you know, like we're yes. we're in like a villa. Like, it feels like yes. a very... We have some weird improv at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mr. Flintstone has brought his dilemma. Yes. And they start to have a BDSM session and to punish this, this slave. Yeah. So it's just Mr. April and... Mr. Flintstone. Mr. Flintstone. <laughs> punishing this 
this blonde woman uh-huh. dilemma. We get a lot of impact play. We get a lot of, it's mostly caning. Yes. And it gets very intense very quickly. Like, because yes. this is a trailer, yes. we're getting teasers of, like, everything that happens without any of the buildup. So uh-huh. quite quickly, she's being caned. And then we see, like, welts all over her ass. Uh-huh. And then there's, like, fisting and... A speculum in her ass. We're drinking pee. Like, a lot of things are happening. The the piss play, I was said, I just wrote, absolutely not. (laughs) You know. It's not for for you. It's not for me. Yeah. Because he pisses into a pitcher, and then they put it into, like, a syringe. Yes. And then force the syringe into her mouth. Yeah. And it's, like, a big novelty (sighs) syringe, too. Like, it's sort of a... It's massive. And then she has one of those things where she pees into it, and it like comes out like in a stream mm-hmm. so yeah so it's like looking up and then yeah it was very intense very quickly yeah so there's also a cow prod oh, that yeah. we get yeah we use the cow prod like right on the edges of her vulva which was also very intense yes they write toilet on the chest yes quite meticulously yeah it feels like it feels like a nightmare montage do you know what i mean yes like, yes it was intense and like yeah. especially because we got a lot of face reactions of the slave. Yes. And and like from a from below looked, so they're like meant to yeah. seem excruciating and painful. Like this right. kind of feels like a Yeah, but then when, when like, you know, we see the moment of like when they're writing toilet on her, she's like in this weird space where she's like feels very like meditative and like smiling and it's like thank you. Yeah. And then human nature by Madonna plays. <laughs> And then we cut to the next trailer, uh-huh. and that begins. It's called Psycho Room, mm-hmm. and it begins with Mistress April chopping a cucumber, watching an episode of Dexter. And we go downstairs to, I'm assuming, the Psycho Room, mm-hmm. and we see Slave Eris. And this was intense. Slave Eris is at like screaming. Yeah. There's a lot of cock and ball torture. There's a Theragun that she uses, like a like broad attachment on his dick. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, I have that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I could try do that. that. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, you know, like cow prod on the cock stuff yes. too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we get a, like a taser. Yeah. He's freaking out. Like, this is the part that's hard for me when I watch like homemade videos of BDSM and like dominatrix and you know doms and their sessions because I'm like it's hard for a viewer to know to remind yourself that like this person like came in there specifically like asking for these things yeah you know what I mean yeah I miss the like kink interviews where the performers are talking about what they like and their limits and of course it's all like friendly and consenting and you're like look at these two humans before they get into the scene Uh uh-huh and these are very intense scenes and it feels very low production value and very like chaotic and like Uh clearly like mistress april is going for some like cinema you know, like uh, she's well, going for high art, but like the third trailer, I said, oh, yes. we've increased our, uh, you know, quality here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So third trailer. <laughs> so Leonard Cohen is playing Jeff. That's a oh, Jeff, sorry, Buckley the Jeff Buckley version. cover of the Leonard Cohen of song. Hallelujah. Of Hallelujah. Yeah. And we're just getting like artful, like sometimes drone shots, I think of, of, of a correctional facility, of a, a presumably abandoned correctional facility. Like. Of like an old prison that you go to on yes. Governor's Island if you're me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like through the bars. And then yes. presumably we're inside. It does. I was inside, like. Inside. I know. It looks like. I was like, oh, I thought this was stock footage. Yeah, but I thought it was. I or think- that she was just going to like. 
haunt the outside of an abandoned prison, but it does look like the interior matches the exterior. Yeah, yeah. We go in, we meet the same slave, slave heiress, a miss, mistress kitten. Yeah, and yeah. then and mistress horn. Yes. And mistress horn is wearing a strap on. Yeah. Outside, like the outside of a nurse uniform. Mm-hmm. And they have another like quick, probably improvised exchange. It's like, is this. <laughs> What is, oh, and what is bro. this? Like, what have we here? Like, this is a lab rat. This is an experimental prisoner. And like, are you yeah. leaving him here with me? I am indeed. Yeah. And then we cut to him strapped to a table in saran wrap. So there's some Dexter inspiration. Mm-hmm. And this is where it's hard watching these like amateur videos because I'm like, oh, they're using like a catheter. They've got like, you know, they're doing like needles in his nipple. Yeah, there's some kind they're of doing like a medical play yeah. here. Yeah. And it is a little Which is like unnerving. a little hard to watch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They have like a fish hook that like goes in his ass. Ooh, baby. Yeah, it was, I know. It's I was advanced. like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I'm like, I'm assuming and hoping that all these people have like, you know, yeah. an advanced knowledge of like how to do these things safely. And it does seem like the... Uh, subs are okay you know like they're yeah. like we get enough of them enjoying it and like mm-hmm. reacting to it certainly it's like it's okay like what it feels like is that this is like yeah. an amateur kink community yes and one of them has created yeah. content and that they're like you know this is kind of the like porn equivalent to like when you were <laughs> this is not a kind God. thing to say but when you were in high school and you yeah. made like videos with your friends in a camcorder and we're like Okay, you stand there and then I'll come in and I'll be yeah, like, hey, Tony, okay, let's go get right. him. You know, like right. it's, yeah. it has that energy to yes. it of like playing pretend with cameras and but then with like very advanced kink. Right. So it is a little Which unnerving a little, because yeah. you just, you, you want, and it's not, it doesn't mean that anyone's like safer because we know that no. bad consent practices happen on very legit sets all the time right. and that's something that requires constant rigor but when it's mm-hmm. like low production value and such advanced kink it is unnerving yeah. like it scares me it's a little you scary. know yeah for sure i also like <laughs> had to laugh out loud because afterwards they got some shots of just like you know some b-roll and <laughs> there was just like markings on the wall and then it just said te amo which means i love you yeah um i was like i don't understand what's happening here yeah and then we get the credits where it says like the names again and then it just says and some prisoners <laughs> but oh, i skipped a crucial detail as well is that there was like yeah. a dog barking sound effect over the shots of the empty prison <laughs> yeah just because mm-hmm. why not yeah yeah really wild wild Bonkers. Yeah. I mean, I want to encourage independent porn making, but I also of think course. that like transparent, I you know, know, like there are ways to build consent into videos like this. Yeah. And it's not obvious in this one, you know, yeah. like it's not incorporated. And also, I mean, this is a yeah. teaser. These are trailers. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's right. It's more tough to say, in the future. Yeah. And this was designed to entice people totally. to the outdated website. Yeah. But, you know, we have our reservations here. Of course. For sure. Should we talk about House Call? Let's talk about House Call. Yeah. So this is from King Noir, um, Royal Fetish Films, obviously one of our faves. Mm-hmm. We love them very much. Starring King Noir himself and Kelly Caliente. And I feel like this was a great example of like how to show. Exactly. Like This immediately consent. resolves the thing we were talking about, that we get Kelly on yes. the phone, sitting by the pool. Mm-hmm. We learn in the phone call that her friend recommended this guy. Yeah. And she explains the fantasy yeah, that she asked she, for. Like, she wants yeah. to play out this abduction fantasy, essentially like consensual non-consent. Mm-hmm. Um, like she wants him to kidnap her and use her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know if he's coming. So she kind of sets up that like she's got this fantasy 
but it also builds in a little bit of that like mystery and like he, she kind of right. maintains the taboo by being like, I don't know, maybe he's not coming. Uh, maybe he's, you know, that he yeah. kind of built in the surprise, which is clever. Yeah. I like which that. Which I, I really, same. Yeah. I thought it was so smart. Yeah. And then she was like, well, if he doesn't show up, I'm just going to give him a bad review. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he shows up, covers her mouth, pushes her against the fridge and just starts like spanking the shit out of her. Yeah. And I was like, yes, this yeah. is so great and smart. And like, yeah, immediately resolves the issue. And also it was really hot. Yeah. And I had to giggle a little bit because like the like the way he pushed her onto the fridge, like there was a little bit of like the beeping from like the ice machine or like the yeah. water. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. But I was like, yeah. And they fucking kept going. Like, who cares? Like once they started the fantasy, it's it, they're in. Yeah. There's no breaking it. It was also like the nature of the way he like grabbed her and came in was really hot because it like didn't yes. need like you don't need a ton of struggle like he just kind of swiftly no. like comes in and like puts his hand on her mouth yeah and then kind of steadily but roughly like walks her in and then like throws yes. her up against the fridge but you get the sense that king is in control you know that like yes he talked about self-discipline being like a huge part of being an effective dom yeah and related that to his experience in martial arts which there's more of that to come. Yeah. And it's it's great because it just feels, it feels like this confident kind of dominance that you right. automatically trust. You know, like it's sort mm -hmm. of built in that mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, this guy knows what he's doing. Exactly. And then he throws her over his shoulder, which I think is like the hottest thing in the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To be like, yep, you're mine with now. Me. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go into the bedroom and we get both floggers. And this is where I was like, Yes, this person is a master fetish trainer. Yeah. And like, this is the proof. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And also, this is some of the like martial arts I was referring to. Yeah. Yeah. Is that we're getting. Because it's like insane, like movement and like a steady stream of like hits. Yeah. Yeah. Know? For the listener that isn't on Patreon watching Rachel and I try to do bad <laughs> nunchucks. <laughs> nunchuck movement. Yeah, yeah. It's basically that kind of thing where it's mm -hmm. continuous. It's like boy or nunchucks that like. We've got this circular motion that King is doing, and he's mm -hmm. making impact with Callie's ass with each flogger, yes. like, in a continuous rhythm. Yes. And it's hot. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he yanks down her skirt, and we reveal that there's a butt plug in, which I, like, loved that yeah. reveal. Surprise. And then we do, <laughs> we get some thighs getting hit. And then we get, which I actually loved this, there was, like, a chain that, that gets used mm -hmm. as a collar later, but, like, this is like a perfect example of like um someone testing boundaries of like intensity. Like mm. he starts with this chain in such a light way. Yeah, he's kind of tracing it along her body yeah. and teasing her with and it like first. hits it really lightly. Yeah, you know, to kind of like because you know it's a different implement now. So like he can't just start hitting her in the way that he was hitting her with the flogger. And I thought that that was like so so great. Like I just was like, oh yeah, this is exactly like what you would want from someone when you're like doing impact play. Yeah. And then, you know, he's like, oh, you wanted to get used and abused, right? And then we get some clothes pins. Yeah, the clothes pins are a major element. Not yeah. technically impact play, but let's talk about them because yeah. they are a major yes. character in this, in this film, essentially. Video. So they yeah. have like a string of like just clothes pins like attached to this. Yes. I'm calling it a string, which makes it sound flimsy, but like a... They're all, yeah, they're, they're all a, connected. Like connected on a strand yeah. so that yeah. King can like pinch her skin and then put the clothespin on and does like a line of clothespins down each leg slowly like inside of the thigh yeah, yeah inner thigh and mm -hmm. does so very like meticulously and sort of ritualistically almost you know like kisses yeah. her and is kind of like rubbing that part of her and like tells her to keep her legs open and then mm -hmm. slowly applies like one side and then does the other mm -hmm. side 
And of course, those come back around. At one point, he like right. rips them off. Yeah, as he's eating her out. Yeah. She then goes down on him. We get some like bondage cuffs on her wrists. Mm-hmm. And then he he fucks her. He like inserts himself. And there was like such a sharp inhalation that yeah. I was like, oh. <gasps> yeah. We all know that feeling. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. you're like, oh, finally. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm filled. I'm filled. And after so much anticipation yeah. and stuff, too. Yes. 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 Yeah. And then he's like slapping her thighs and he like fucks her from behind. And then she gets this insane orgasm. Yeah. That like she like literally has to like her body like bucks off of him Mm -hmm. in a way that I was like, oh, my God, that is like her. She's like kind of like like, it looks like she's like shaking like she her whole body like bucks. And I was like, oh, my God, that was absolutely like there's no way you could have faked that. You know what I mean? Like I was like, that was just pure like sex dimension body taking over yeah you know i just realized we skipped over something really crucial which is the paddle that he uses on her this is the impact episode we didn't talk about so he has this like it looks like a hand carved wood paddle oh yes that has like a handle that like comes to like a roughly carved point almost yeah and he has her bent over and like drags the point of the paddle like along her ass first and then like yeah pounds her ass and it's around this section where he's doing more of this impact play where she just very subtly says yellow at one point mm. but she doesn't come out of the scene like it's a great yeah. demonstration of how you can be like yellow and just keep going mm-hmm. and tell someone like that's my limit you know and yeah. he accommodates mm-hmm. that and it's hot like the way that she says yellow is turned on you know like yeah. it's breathy yeah. and it's filled mm-hmm. and that's just a great demonstration of how consent can be hot and you can like stay Mm -hmm. in the scene and stay present and consenting and even encouraging of your partner you know right without breaking it Mm -hmm. necessarily you know just want to talk about that because it was a great detail no 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 it was yeah Yeah. super great detail and also like a good example of like you know not hitting your hard limit but like just like changing it up exactly you know exactly and then we get some anal which anytime there's anal involved i'm stoked (laughs) rachel's here for it yeah and then she's like there's another part where like she's like towards the end she's getting fucked from behind and she's like biting the sheets Mm -hmm. yeah that was hot he's like pulling on the on the chain that's now around her neck yeah yeah and then he pulls out and he comes on her mouth and she's just like (laughs) exhausted and like absolutely like blissed out you know spent yeah yes and lays on the bed and she and also says like, wow poor dear she says my girlfriend was right about you with just like this mouth yeah. covered in cum which i mouth thought was hilarious and great you know i know and then he just like walks out he's like all right my job's done <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was, was a incredible. hot video I was delightful. yeah it was such a hot video yeah. it definitely turned me on yeah you know king nor is an incredible dom like it's it's he just is. so apparent through his performances that he's like trustworthy and in control and mm-hmm. effective and like dedicated to the sub's pleasure, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. clearly a huge part of it. So that's fucking hot. I know. I loved it. I mean, it definitely, I watched it last night. It got me there. It got you there. <laughs> it got me there. I definitely jerked off to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. Definitely. Yeah. That one's in the you bank. Know, Royal fetish films. For sure. Stays. Stays, you know. Top of mind. Top of list. Maintaining. Top of yeah, the bank. Exactly. <laughs> For sure. So thanks to King Noir for making that. Yeah, that one's definitely in the spank bank. I'm going to let Mistress April go. (laughs) Um, I wish her the best. I hope that her community is happy and thriving and what we assume Mm -hmm. that they're just um, Mm -hmm. a group of kinky people making their own videos. Classic. But yeah, it didn't didn't do it for me, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? 
Well, thanks so much for listening to Girls on Porn. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Girls on Porn, on Twitter at GOP the Podcast, on our website, girlsonporn.com, and on our Patreon, patreon.com slash girls on porn. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And hey, if you're, you know, feeling frisky uh give us a little five-star review on apple Podcasts. and if you drop your instagram handle we will tag you and thank you and don't forget we have a live show thursday march 23rd 8 30 p.m you can find tickets at girlsonporn.com there's a link to live show there we hope to see you this has been girls on porn the only gop that's actually any good That was a HeadGum Podcast.